Hello, everyone, and welcome to Retroscript's Fireside Stories Human Libraries. I'm Kimberly, as you all know, and today I'm enjoying a mixture of two teas, actually, green and ginger and pomegranate raspberry, which is amazing. Um, my guest today is the lovely Amber Taylor. I've known to Amber for... <laughs> I don't even know how many years we played rugby together and we've only just reconnected and I'm seeing this amazing side of her. So Amber enjoys simple tea and her favorite quote is actually our great greatest fear by Marianne Williamson. So the quote says, it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light not our darkness that most frightens us. And I love that quote. I've heard it years ago and it's always resonated within me because I know that I have a lot of darkness and light. So way to pick that one out, Amber. <laughs> um, Amber has spent the last four years trying to heal and reconnect with herself, understanding that she isn't who she used to be, but open to embracing uh, infinite possibilities. This led her on a journey of synchronicity, divine timing and expanding her own view of herself. She was diagnosed with bipolar depression and ADHD, and she sought out traditional Western experts only to feel more disconnected, which happens to many of us. Mm -hmm. uh, through a series of synchronistic events, she connected with her Reiki healer and homeopath who opened her eyes up to multidimensional self, or her multidimensional self, sorry. She's found alignment with her soul and is developing her mediumship through tarot and medium sessions to help others, which is very exciting. So before we dive into your story of trusting yourself in alignment, Amber, why don't you tell us just a little bit more about yourself and who you are? Yeah, so um, I'll start with like who I am today. So which has been um, really somebody that I've been all my life. And um, it's just, I'm more brave in the expression of actually who I am. Um, so I am a medium. I've been a medium all my life. Um, it's something that I didn't understand before, um, but now I've really embraced it and and I love it. It's such a beautiful thing that I'm able to do. Um, I'm also a tarot reader. I feel like tarot is a part of me and has been a part of me for many lifetimes. Uh, and I'm also a psychic um, and I'm constantly evolving <laughs> um, and figuring out new gifts that I have. Um, I'm also physically like a physical medium, physically inclined. So what that means is I actually physically feel um energies of people who are either sitting for me or around me and also energies of people who are not on the physical plane um and that has been a really interesting exploration in trying to understand um who i am so when i am actually physically feeling the energy of other people i'm able to differentiate between what is mine and what actually belongs to other people um so that is who I am today. <laughs> Not layered at all. <laughs> no, I'm very straightforward. <laughs> so yeah. tell me a little bit, how did you come to understand who you were and why you're into mediumship and all that kind of stuff? <sighs> such, a, uh, such a good question. <laughs> um, so I have always, always throughout, I've always struggled in my life. Um, I had a lot of challenges growing up um, and I just always, I've always been different. I've always been weird. Um, I really embrace weird. I think it's a good thing. Um, and nobody, nobody really took the time to explain these things to me because I grew up around um, a lot of expectation and, and uh, religion, which really 
kind of confused me more and made me feel more lost. Uh, and that all came to a head five years ago when my mom passed. I had never really experienced loss before that close to me. I had lost, you know, friends and had, you know, I've heard about people losing people, uh, but nobody that, that close to me. Um, and I really felt like my mom was one of the only people who understood me um, because she has similar gifts as well. Um, and so, yeah, her, her death rocked me. It, it, it did. It threw me. It wasn't unexpected, but it was a huge, huge shift uh, in my life. So that uh, <laughs> I really felt isolated, um, her death and her funeral and everything. And that the year after her death was very hard, very complicated. Um, and again, with all that expectation, it was like people, uh, I, I grew up giving, giving a lot, giving a lot to myself to, of others. It was give your seat to whoever, you know, make sure so-and-so has this before you do. And to a degree, like I, I love to help people. I love helping people, but there's also boundaries between helping people and then losing yourself and putting yourself at risk in order to help people. Uh, and I spent a year giving a lot, giving a lot of myself uh, more than I, I had available. Uh, and I also had a lot of people um, around me who I listened to and I really shouldn't have <laughs> um, tell me how I should be reacting to such a profound experience in my life. So, um, you know, fast forward a year. <laughs> um, I was really, I couldn't get out of bed. Um, I was really sad. I was just super depressed. Um, I had a nervous breakdown at work. Um, I had to take time off and which I had never done in my entire life. Um, so taking, I can't, it was like four or six weeks off. It, that was a huge, huge thing for me to do. Cause I had just worked my whole life. That's all I'd known. Um, and I took the time to sit back and figure out like what the fuck was going on with myself because nothing, there was, there was a lot that was not going right. Um, and so I first, I went to my primary care physician who gave me a prescription, um, and then recommended, uh, a therapist that I go to who was not the greatest. Um, so I recommend if you are pursuing therapy, if you don't jive with the person, keep, keep finding, <laughs> like you, you're not, uh, you don't owe anybody anything. No. So you can, you can go and find somebody else that you actually, um, that you actually mesh well with. Uh, and, but I was in such like a really vulnerable place that I didn't have that clarity at that time. Although in the back of my head, I was kind of like, mm, okay, but probably not. Yeah. Uh, and then from there I was recommended to, um, a psychotherapist. I went through a couple of therapists actually. <laughs> um, and then, also around this time, I also um, started to have some really bad physical symptoms uh, that I started to go and get ultrasounds and x-rays and everything for um, and everything came back clear. Um, yet I was having really, really bad, uh, severe physical symptoms combined with the mental health aspect. Um, so the, it was it was a lot of things happening at one time. And then the psychotherapist um, 
very old school. I respect elders and I respect, <laughs> you know, I really respect medical professionals, uh, but I feel mental health has come a long way. Mm -hmm. um, and our understanding of mental health and the way we treat mental health and we talk about it. Um, and so I was basically told that I had rapid cycling bipolar. Um, I was severely depressed, ADHD, and he's like, uh, was talking about psychosis, like various forms of psychosis and um, basically handed me a stack of papers um, about certain medications that can be used to treat these mental illnesses. Uh, and I took those, <laughs> I took those <laughs> and I read them all um, because I like to do my research. And I, um, I also grew up around a lot of drug abuse of those around me and my own. So I was very hesitant. I'm very hesitant to take any type of medication really. Um, so the side effects that I was reading about were, they were very extreme um, and I was not ready not ready to jump in and to go down that path. Um, so I just, uh, I just let it, I just let it breathe for a little bit because I had been doing all of this work and all of this recovery. Um, and I was just tired. <laughs> I was just really tired. I so, feel like in a lot of yeah. ways you and I have had similar, like almost parallel experiences with mental health. And mm -hmm. I love the fact that you just brought up about the psychiatrists and trying different mm -hmm. ones and that some are not going to fit you at all. Um, like you, I saw many different counselors and psychiatrists and all that kind of stuff. And I almost felt this pressure to stay with the person that I was with, even though I'm not jiving. And I personally felt nothing was like moving forward or helping me. But it was like, this person's the expert, they must know. And that's like you said, that's not the truth. You have, you have to try different forms and different people and just shoving yeah. medication at you isn't the full whole rounded experience, right? I'm not totally, yeah, you're, you're bang on. Yeah. I'm very loyal too. So when I, and I respect, I respect these professionals, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot to get those designations and to be able to practice, right? So it's, we want to be able to trust these people. Um, and I'm not saying medication is not always, um, it's just, it may, may or may not be for you. It can really work for some people. And it may not work for others. What I really, what I, I think I did and what really helped me to finally pivot and shift is um, I'm the expert of myself. Mm -hmm. I may not understand uh, what it is in medical terms, or I may not be able to express what it is that I'm going through, which I have become, <laughs> become much better at <laughs> throughout this whole, you know, the last five years. Uh, but I, I inherently knew it, it didn't sit right with me. It, it, you know, it, every time I got a di diagnosis or somebody, you know, said, no, there's nothing wrong with you, even though I was having severe mm -hmm. physical symptoms and really struggling, it just didn't sit with me. And I didn't let it go. I kept pursuing it until I found the people who listened to me in a different way. Uh, and who were able to understand not just my physical self, but my energetic self. And that is where the huge shift from not understanding my gifts and being really depressed and tired and gaining a lot of weight and in horrible physical health and just all <laughs> in rough shape for a long time. But that is where that shift came is when I found people who just have a different view of what care is. Yes. 
Yeah. And I connect to that view as well. Like the mind, mm-hmm. body, soul, emotional, there's like so yeah. much that goes into it, yeah. not just your mental health, the mental aspects. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me, where did these, what were these people like? Who were these people that you finally found? So, uh, <laughs> you don't have to name names, obviously. Just so the first thing that I did, because I had no idea, I literally had no idea. All I knew was I looked in the mirror and I didn't recognize the person. I was like, that is not me. That's not who I am physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, like in all the aspects of my life. I was like, this is not, this is not me being uh, true to myself or showing up in the best way that I can into the world. So I just asked and I didn't really know what I was doing at that point. (laughs) I was just like, I just need something, bring me something and I will be open to it. I'll be open to whatever it is in whatever form that it comes and I will explore it. I I'm, I'm totally open. Uh, and actually I had, um, an acquaintance, like somebody who I'd known for a long time, used to work with them, loved her. She was, um, she's really fantastic. And she's still in my life today. She actually asked me for coffee and she presented me an opportunity that I was curious about. And it, it, the synchronicity of it all was so, you couldn't deny it. (laughs) You know, I asked and then she showed up with this opportunity and I was like, okay, interesting. Uh, I'm going to pay attention to this. And I sat and I thought about it and I let it breathe for a couple and then I jumped in. Um, And so that was more understanding health and nutrition and wellness, uh, the chemicals that we put onto our bodies. So I really started, I really started with my physical self. Uh, I started eating better. I started using uh, chemical free products. I started uh, connecting with a community of people who had a growth mindset uh, and and who wanted to build community with other people. So that was a really pivotal point in my life and in turning to where I am today. And then, um, you know, I I have my sister, she was incredible uh, (laughs) in this part of, you know, more of like the physical health portion of my journey, just always being up to going and doing things and trying, um, inviting me places and uh, inviting me to go to a spin gym. And that was huge, right? That's not traditional. It's like the things that actually were the most profound in me coming back to myself. They were not traditional things that you would think of. Um, So between, it was Arbonne, by the way. So between being exposed to Arbonne, um, going to Spin Gym, Spinco, who I love in Hamilton, meeting great people. And then from there, I met um, my homeopath, Megan. She's incredible. Um, she also does Reiki. And, she, and then from there, I just basically got on a rocket ship. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and here I am today. <laughs> so <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's so interesting. So today, mm-hmm. who is Amber today? Like, what types of things are you still continuing to learn and develop and all that kind of stuff? Uh, great question. (laughs) (laughs) Today, honestly, I used to be really high strung, really. uh, I'm a planner. Um, I'm very good at uh, planning and forecasting, obviously. (laughs) Um, And I think 
the piece of me now who I'm really trying to embrace is I'm, I'm more free. Uh, I'm more relaxed. I'm trying to let go. Um, I'm very open that, that it will be the one thing is I am open because I used to have expectation of what, what I thought it should look like, uh, whatever it is that I, I was looking for in my life. Um, I really had, okay, I want this and I want it to look like this and I want it to happen at this time. And it's got to be exactly this way. Uh, and I've, I've, I've let that go. Um, and I pay attention to when things come into my life at very specific timing. Uh, I'm not exactly meeting a lot of people right now, <laughs> given COVID, but I've, I've, I've let, I've released a lot of uh, relationships and things and expectations. And it has been so incredible, the people and the things that I'm, uh, that are coming into my life that are so much more in alignment with, with me, uh, with me and who I, who I believe I am. And that, and that is just someone I'm like, I'm, I'm very sensitive people. That was actually something that I used to get made fun of my whole life, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but it's my greatest gift because my sensitivity allows me to feel empathy for others. Like I'm a, I am also an empath. Um, I, I connect to the world very differently than other people. I, I deeply feel people around me. And that is because of my sensitivity, which is something that I've completely embraced that I used to really push away. Mm -hmm. So me, yeah, it's a complicated answer. <laughs> complicated, but I think you did a really good job at answering it. And yeah. I love that you said to just basically let things flow. You're not forcing things in spots where they don't need to be. You're just open and letting it flow. And I can totally, totally connect to that idea. Um, me too. Like when I was forcing things, and like I always, I'm very type A in a lot of ways and I want things to be the way I want it to be. And I just push, but I've noticed, and I've talked to you about this before, the times when I step back and just like open up and let things flow, that's when what I want to have happened just starts falling into place. And oftentimes yeah. it's not even what I expected to it to be like. It just it, it can be it's better honestly I'm like I'm I think I'm a creative person but I'm like wow this is better than I thought it would be <laughs> and not caring about what anyone else thinks about it either like that was one of my exactly. biggest things yeah just, exactly I don't know why why we I think it's just a human thing to care so much about what everyone else thinks of you and what everyone thinks about your work and everything else and mm -hmm. there's millions billions of people in the world someone's gonna like what you're doing right Especially in this day, we are so we are globally connected. We like our like self technology has allowed us instant access to everything on our phone. Connection, uh, it, that could be like a whole other topic. <laughs> you know, um, connection looks different than what it used to be, and I feel like a lot of people are exhausted because, especially everything that we've gone through in the past year. Um, real connection is different. It's slower. It's more vulnerable. It's uh, it's more compassionate and it's more intimate and it's, um, and it's not like this fast paced, toxic, honestly, it, it, there's like some really toxic accountability that I find that I used to, you know, I used to do it. I used to always have all these goals in line, like even, even throughout like the past five years as I've been shifting. Um, and when I let that go, it, it's brought some incredible people into my life that I'm 
very grateful for and <laughs> some really cool experiences though. So. That's so interesting. And I don't know why you'd want to live your life with your doors and your eyes shut. There's yeah. so much going on. And I think we've talked, spoke about this in the past as well, well about different mm -hmm. cultures and how different people think. Mm -hmm. I'm not religious. I'm very spiritual. I'm, I mimic you basically. Like we're very much the same. Yeah. I love hearing about other people's religious experiences. I love hearing about different mm -hmm. cultures because it's just, there's so much in the world. Who's to say what's right, what's wrong. Just open mm -hmm. your mind and experience it, right? Experience means living to me. That's what living yeah. experiences. So I agree. Um, I would love to know a little bit more, and I know you have your own business, so I definitely want you to talk about that. Yeah. Talk to me about the alignment and how what you've discovered about yourself has led you to start your own business to help other people. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so at first it was a slow, you know, it's a slow snowball rolling down the hill. <laughs> and then it gets faster and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, right? As you, <laughs> um, as I, as I let go and I let go, but I also did some really hard shit. I made some really hard decisions. I was very honest with myself and where I was at, um, physically, mentally, spiritually, um, in my relationships with others, in my community. Um, and I, and I like my, 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 my life wheel was really off. Um, so Sorry, Kim, can you repeat the question again? I totally. That's okay. Tell me a little bit about your business and oh, okay. like what you're doing to help other people. Oh, yes. Okay. So uh, I love tarot um, and I love my mediumship and I love the, uh, the medical intuition that I've been building in order to help people and really just my intuition in general. Um, and I realized that's a gift that it's helped me. It's, it's helped. It's, it has profoundly changed my life in ways that I could sit here for hours and talk about. Uh, and I love hearing other and I'm finding more people and I'm attracting more people who have had similar experiences like you um, at very, uh, very profound timing. Um, like we have connected. <laughs> and I was like, I got to share this with people. And I was terrified. I was really terrified at first. So I'm like, um, I like to be an expert. You know, I read, I friggin' textbooks for fun, <laughs> reference books for fun. Um, I've studied hard. I've trained uh, with, you know, the Lilydale Assembly. I've attended classes with the Arthur Finley Spiritualist College. I've attended, like, participated in development circles and, and just consistently shared my gifts because that's actually my, one of my greatest insecurities and fear is like sharing this with other people. Um, but that has built my confidence because the validations I get are just, they're incredible. And I started sharing just with my friends. And then I started to go into more development circles and it reaches a point where you, you have to like, I really reached a point where I was like, I need to share this with people. Um, because if I can even help one person, like I'm good, I'm good with that. If I can, if I can just help one person, either connect with somebody that they've lost and help um sorry i'm getting really emotional <laughs> open yep feel your feelings um like i've had that and that's helped me so i really i want to give that to other people so what i did is i deleted all basically all my social media 
<laughs> and I sat and I built a website and I'm like, okay, can't do anything right now. Um, the internet is an incredible thing. Uh, and I did the belladonna.ca. I dedicated a lot of time to that thinking about what I want it to become. And at first I started with pay what you can tarot readings because uh, I know that resources are, 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 are limited to some people. Um, and, but I also believe in more than just financial resources, our energy. There's, there's so many different ways that uh, we help each other. And on, and every time I read for someone um, I'm also reading for myself. So divination is everywhere. It's not, it's, it's in all of your experiences and connections with other people. So I get as much from reading for people as they get from me. So it's a, maybe it's a little selfish, a little, but <laughs> I love that. But then I do like, and then I, um, I do mediumship sittings um, or psychic readings. Uh, and I'm also now I'm kind of developing, I don't even know what it is. Honestly, it, I'm just going to call it like a reading where we can just sit and we can see who comes in um who is past we can you know check in with you check in with others around um as as far as they will allow me to go and then i also i've added a new segment to my business which is my book club um and i'm trying to i'm still trying to figure that out right so this isn't like a monthly book club this isn't like okay we're going to read it sit it down and let it go this is like uh we're going to talk about topics that are going to make you sit back and think yes. we're going to invest in books that you're going to put on your shelf and you're going to go back to uh like we just talked about intuition in our first meetup <laughs> um and i'm trying to put i want you know and i want to grow that turn it into workshops i would love to have a network of care practitioners um that are more in the holistic natural energetic field um and then you know the dream goes on so that is that is where the Belladonna is today and my business is today. But I have some really big plans for the future because this this is incredible. What And the people that I meet, they have such incredible gifts and we need more access to these types of resources. I love that. I love it. And I love like with your business and where you're coming from with it, it's from a very personal place but a very uh, heartfelt place like you are literally like because we've spoken in the past you're literally coming from a, an area where you want to help others you want to mm -hmm. open minds and you understand that yes mm -hmm. this is the way that we have always been kind of forced to think within that box but outside <laughs> of that box there's so much magic and there's so much just power that we really cool shit out there <laughs> cool shit out there yes um I almost with your journey I almost pictured like a night sky and I don't know why this just popped into my head but a night sky and then you know when the stars start to come out and you notice mm -hmm. one then you notice another and you notice another that's how I'm like seeing your journey because you every time I talk to you there's something new that you're telling me or a new experience or a new thing that you found and I'm like oh my god this is amazing like there's no end to it all and it's just inspirational big time and to yeah. know where you came from and the kind of run down person that you were to the girl or the woman sorry the woman sitting in front of me that's amazing so that's awesome um i know there's a lot of people out there who are going to watch this and not really understand what mediumship is or tarot readings and i think that there is a very negative um feeling around it for some people and it's the unknown the fear of the unknown so is there like a simple way you can explain what those things are Especially divinity, yeah. Okay, 
simple. Actually, yeah, because it is simple at its core. And uh, one of the things that I've been enjoying seeing lately is tarot and mediumship um, and all of these kind of occult um, practices. I don't, sorry, I don't know what to call them. Um, it's becoming more mainstream. Like you're seeing tarot everywhere. Like I, this is like a world tarot card necklace. I can't like this thing, being able to find this itself. It's just crazy how I found it. But, um, but it's at its core, it's energy. And what, when we interact with each other, we are sharing our energy and we are all a part of one another. So as a tarot reader, what, what I do with cards, uh, cards are, it's a direct link to your unconscious. So sometimes you please come with an open mind to whoever you go to, whoever you go to for any type of divination, go open because the more open you are, the more you will receive. So with tarot, what it is, is basically um, cards that they show journeys. And then there's certain layouts and spreads and the way that they coordinate together where we can just tap into your unconscious and kind of work a couple things out and be like, okay, you know what, here, here's the main point of contention or, or here's your opportunities or here's two choices that you have. Uh, and then we can explore both. And then mediumship is awareness of your surroundings because I believe that we are all connected and I believe that we all have the ability to connect to people who are no longer physically with us. It's just sometimes we may not be as receptive to understand the signs and the feelings and to it's a trust. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust the people who are coming through. You have to trust your guides and you have to trust um, the, the ability for you to be able to express what you're seeing. So medium mediumship, maybe it's a little bit more difficult <laughs> to explain than tarot. Um, but it's just, it's just me tuning into the energy and the energy of people who are around you. And it's not about giving statistics. You know, I, I can, um, you know, name, death, whatever, but it's more about, there's very particular ways people make you feel. Mm-hmm. And there's very particular experiences that you've had with people. And it's, it's connecting to those moments that validate the people who are coming through for you. Definitely. So hopefully that maybe clarifies it a little bit. I also have a lot of information on my website. Um, to explain the differences between each of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like you did a great job of explaining. And one of the big parts, bigger things that you just mentioned was the way that people come through. And it makes sense to me that people would come through in different ways because mm-hmm. us as humans have so many layers about what makes us right. us. So yeah. I really hear it. And everyone, I think a lot of people actually experience things that they brush off as um, just... Yeah mysteries or whatever but or coincidence or weird things that happen yeah not (laughs) and I think people have a lot of fear around it uh because it's unknown and it's not tangible it's not it's I can't sit here and physically produce something for you to touch feel smell or see what I'm able to give you are 
things that you don't tell, like you've probably never told anybody or um, it's an emotion or, or something else. And there's a lot of mystery and a lot of history with these, with these types of gifts where um, people throughout history have gone between regarded as something that's really incredible um, and healing and productive to, like for community, but then also fear. There's a lot of fear around it. Um, but you have to come from a, like, just come from love <laughs> and you'll, it, it, and it'll happen for you. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I also wanted to bring it back to that quote we read at the beginning, darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could talk all day about this for people yeah. that don't understand what you mean or what I mean when I say that there's a lot of darkness in life and with darkness comes light. Could you mm-hmm. touch on that with me a little bit? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So darkness, darkness and light. We live in a physical reality of polarity. We need contrast. That's something that is so ingrained in our society um, and the way that our society has progressed throughout history. So we see darkness and we see light. And I, I don't believe that either is good or one is better than the other. Um, darkness is shadow, right? It, it's, it's the things that we, that we like push into our unconscious mind. So I would say like, those are like those really deep rooted things that we maybe don't want to deal with, or we're not in a space where we can actually physically handle them. So those get repressed and pushed down into our unconscious mind, into our darkness. Light is, it's warm, right? Even, even if you think of the word light, you like, I, I just immediately feel sun. I feel light on my fa- I feel light. I feel airy. Um, light is living up to, is showing up for yourself and it's showing up for yourself consistently so that you are able to experience and uh, like uh, joy and you're able to move through, like, it's not always good. No. Um, it's just, you're better able to experience this lifetime. You are able to have connection with people on a different level. You are able to bring things into your life with ease. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're able, but you have to trust yourself. So, Darkness and light are, there is so much out there. (laughs) There are so many different perspectives on it. Uh, And and that's just mine. uh, You need both. I think that you need both. And you don't need one or the other. You you need both so that that you grow and you learn and uh, you're constantly evolving. Or you're just like finding out new things about yourself because I was not able to get to a place in the realization and the expression of my gifts without dealing with some really dark, heavy shit. Um, So they're, they're very, they're, they're very hand in hand. And and that'll always be a theme throughout my life because I want, I'm someone who wants to constantly evolve. Um, And, but you can either sit in one or the other and I choose to sit in both so that I can, I can move forward. Definitely. I'm pretty much the exact same as you. I'm both, I like being in the dark as much as I yeah. like being in the 
the light. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that are like, no, never go into the dark. Like it's evil. Right? Blah, blah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't have the dark and all the experiences that I went through. Cause there is some crazy crap that will come up in a later episodes that I've been through, but they made me who I am today. And yeah. even today, um, because I'm a writer, I find that certain themes or certain pieces that I'm writing about, I have to go into that dark place and almost feel that heaviness. And like, there's just, I can't even explain it. I always picture myself going down a set of stairs into almost a dungeon. And that's where mm -hmm. all that kind of pain, but also lessons, that's where it all lies, right? And I have to go there to write or I can't write about those specific subjects. So I, I wish people could kind of sometimes go into that place for themselves to see mm -hmm. and I think you can't really appreciate the lightness and appreciate those things until you kind of go in there I agree it's really it is hard it is really hard and you know what life is already hard enough like there is so much going on mm -hmm. there's so like even outside of this past year like the time that we live in is really interesting and I feel like there just has to be a shift because without me going into those, those dark moments or whatever it is that I've, um, I've pushed into my, my subconscious or my unconscious mind is when I go in and I, and I deal with it and I look at it and I do the hard work and I make the hard decisions and I face it, I get a new, like <laughs> my gifts go to a different level. I get this new expression of myself that is, is like, whoa, this is so incredible. And I feel like because of everything that I've gone through, I'm more able to relate to people because my life hasn't been all roses. My life has been very difficult and it's still hard. And it's probably will always be hard because <laughs> I got a lot of fun astrology. <laughs> you know, I got a lot of Scorpio in my chart. So my whole life is about death and rebirth and intensity and, you know, and I wish more people just understood themselves more using some of these different tools so that they're better able to play with their darkness and their light to be happy, just to be happy. I feel like, like that's the common goal for all of us, just to be happy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's probably a great way for a great place for us to stop. Um, is there anything you'd like to say that we haven't touched on or you want to leave your listeners with anything? Other than visit the Belladonna website? <laughs> yes, you can come check me out, www.belladonna.ca. Um, but also, I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, it's just stop caring so much about what other people think and start getting to the root of what makes, what makes you unhappy and or what makes you happy lean into those things more do hard things like you have to this is okay this is like the biggest thing is you have to release things in order for new things to come in and that's physically emotionally spiritually um it's all encompassing so if it's like cleaning out a drawer in your house throwing stuff away getting rid of clothes that don't fit you um Changing, you know, changing your relationships, meeting new people, letting people go, changing jobs if you hate your job. Um, you like you really, really need to make space for things in order for things 
to come in and I wish more people would know that and they were just open to it. Definitely. And that's like my final thought. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for coming on. For everybody that's still watching and listening, uh, you'll be able to find Amber's information either above or below, depending on where you're watching this from. Um, please visit her website. She's amazing. She's done readings for me and they're just so spot on. And I truly appreciate it that beyond the reading, it just opened my eyes to things that I was maybe not seeing. So I really appreciate that, Amber. All right, you're welcome. Thank you, Thank Kim. You. <laughs> Bye for now, everybody. Bye.